Howdy and welcome to the Bonanza Boys. I believe this is episode six of season two. I'm your host and commissioner, Steele Gibson. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host manager, Matt. How you doing? Steele, I'm doing well. Looking forward to breaking down another week of matchups. We had some pretty tight ones this week and some interesting uh, waiver wire pickups. So can't wait to get into it. We certainly did. Uh, I guess a couple news and notes. Looks like Ottawa has their next three games uh, postponed. Uh, so uh, it's a tough, I think we have perhaps the top three Ottawa players rosterable. So that, I guess that affects us the most, but we'll see what happens there. And uh, a few transactions this week. Yeah. So I didn't know, I actually didn't know that the NHL was going to be postponing games. I thought that they had said they weren't going to do that, but I guess Ottawa, the situation in Ottawa has gotten bad enough that they have decided to postpone those games. And yeah, Brady Kachuk, uh, Josh Norris and Drake Batherson between the three of us, right? Maybe Thomas Shabbat could be argued to be in there, but um, Thomas Chabot. Um, but yeah, we had some transactions. Uh, Marc-Andre Fleury was promptly waiver claimed by uh, manager Nellia Spigelia for $10 after Brendan dropped him after quite the tumultuous start to the season. And he pretty quickly paid some dividends for Michael. We'll get into that a bit later. <laughs> And um, Calvin Peterson was claimed for $10 by Rafi Rockets, which was also uncontested. And the our favorite pickup of the week, do you want to talk about Danny's deep cut here, Steele? Uh, so, uh, you know, yesterday, 9.02 a.m. Oh, that sounds like a TV show. Uh, Evan Bouchard gets dropped, which, you know, slightly surprised that that happened. I, I haven't looked at the rest of his D. And Scott Pernovich. You know, <laughs> from the St. Louis Blues is picked up by manager Danny, Team Gritty. I mean, he must have read an article. I don't know. Where did we, we look at Yahoo's explanation here? I guess uh, he just got recalled from the AHL. He was the Hobie Baker winner in 2020. And uh, at the end, it says, get ready to pick him up on the waiver wire. So manager Danny playing chess while we're playing 3D checkers. And uh We'll see if it pays dividends for him. I'm excited if you know if this guy turns out to be wild. Like, way to go for manager Danny. Yeah, we'd love to see it if Danny could just. I'm, and like, we typically think of Danny as someone who doesn't necessarily put in as much work as some of the other members managers of the league. Like, you know, Steele and I are here doing a podcast, and we've never heard of this guy. <laughs> Danny just picked up, but he's got 20 points in 12 games in the AHL. So. Needless to say, we'll have our eye on uh, Scott Perinovich. That's just that's a great story. So really happy about that. Um, but you ready to jump into our first matchup? Let's do it. Okay, so first matchup of the week from uh, week five was manager yours truly, Nelly Spaghetti <laughs> Steele versus uh, Rafi Rockets, manager Mitch. And this was a really close one. Came down to Sunday with Steele winning 6-5. Um, very close to assists plus minus hits and blocks were all within one. Um, it should be said that you won, you won six to five and the only stat that was within one that could have gone against you would have been plus minus. So you could have had a, a you know, more significant win there. Um, if that didn't confuse people, well, <laughs> but uh, so steel was fifth uh, tied for fifth in the prize banana rankings at six, four and one. And Mitch was seventh at five, five and one. Yeah, this one was wild. Uh, manager Mitch was playing with fire 
uh, with his goalie strategy here. Uh, both of us were kind of hurting for games started. Uh, my pickups when you know they they started, but they got absolutely fucking shellacked. <laughs> and uh, he picked up Bernier without early on Friday, I think it was or Saturday, and Bernier got the start on Saturday. So he he thought he was potentially probably going to get the start on Sunday, and he needed that for his three goalie appearance. And uh, so he didn't have that. So I was feeling pretty confident going into Sunday. I was like, okay, those three goalie cats he had will flip my way. I fucking check, you know, 10 minutes left in the third. And I guess Mackenzie Blackwood's been run and he's gotten taken out of the game concussion spotter. So Bernier goes in. I'm like, you fucking (laughs) kidding me? And so I'm just watching it. I'm watching it. He he takes blocks and now it's just Troy Terry versus Cam Fowler and uh, he's got two stack correct. This is a long ramble, but this was my set. My, this was my Sunday night. And so I know he's going to get another, an assist and plus minus, and we're super close in those. So I'm like, Holy fuck. Troy Terry misses an open empty net, uh, in the last minute. And then thankfully he's on the ice when, uh, Adam Henrique gets the point to push me over the plus minus for the win. But whew, was that a stressful Sunday? Yeah, that sounds like uh, quite the ride. I didn't realize it was that close with the plus oh, minus was, on yeah. the empty net goal. That's awesome. I also, we we talked about this uh, offline. Um, I didn't know that maybe some other managers in the league don't know this, but it's not, it says game started is the stat that you need three of, but it's actually appearances. So Bernier came well, no, in it, in the third it, period. It says it's like the stat we keep track of is game started. But if you like, if you look at the my team tab, and if you scroll all the way to the bottom, uh, yes, it says you need your it, three, appearances. three goalie appearances. Yeah, so that's that's where some of that confusion comes in. So you got saved by the bell with Bernier, but uh, thankfully it wasn't enough. Yeah, no kidding. That would have been wildly frustrating to have Bernier oh. come in. But anyways, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll get into the strong performers here, and I'll be looking at Nelly Spaghetti. Um, and we talk about him week in and week out. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl. He must, he's a joy to own, I'm sure. Four games played, <laughs> five goals, three assists, uh, even. So minus marks there, Leon, get on it. Um, three power play points, 14 shots on goal, and 43 faceoff wins. Very impressive. And the aforementioned Troy Terry, despite missing that open net, apparently, still um, <laughs> off to a torrid start in Anaheim. So, Three games played, he's three goals, three assists, plus four, two power play points, and 11 shots on goal with just the one hit. And Roman Yossi continues an incredible start to the season. Um, Three games played, he was two goals, two assists, a whopping and very important plus seven. Um, One power play point, five shots on goal, one hit and four blocks. Yeah, and Yossi pretty much got all of that stat line in his final game, so that was great. Uh, looking at manager Mitch's team, uh, we'll start off with Robert Thomas. Uh, I had him, I dropped him, and he came back to bite me with uh, seven assists, was minus one, but three power play points, four shots on goal, 39 faceoff wins, and one block. So we'll see if uh, the pickup of Scott Petrovic uh, just boosts the St. Louis team as a whole here. And uh, Soros, another strong week. Two games started, two wins, a 150 and a 940 save percentage. Yeah, I feel, I feel like I had Thomas at one point, or at least I was looking at him. I feel like everyone who's doing really well now, I was looking at at one point, and then they're all <laughs> on someone else's team. But uh, weak performers for Steele's team, um, Josh Norris on the Senators in four games played, only one assist, a minus one, 
10 shots on goal, 27 faceoff wins, two hits and three blocks. Uh, Marco Scandella, who I can definitely say I was looking at at one point for those hits and blocks, but four games played, no points, minus six, almost canceling out Yossi entirely. Um, eight shots on goal, five hits and five blocks. And your goalies were also didn't have a great week. Um, I, you got your starts, as you said, and Miko Koskinen had two wins and two games started, but um, no one had a save percentage above 900. And the lowest goals against was Stuart Skinner with 3.11. So that tells you all you need to know about the goalies. Yeah, it was a, it was a tough goalie week. Uh, I think I mentioned last pod that I hope I didn't have to worry about them. And uh, I didn't until Sunday night, but that's life. Uh, MVP, who'd you go with? I went with Yossi here. I think it could have easily been Dreisaitl, but that plus seven when you won by only one and plus minus uh, tipped the scales for me. Yeah, I, I went with uh, Yossi as well because goals wasn't really close and uh, Dreisaitl only had one more assist, so say so. so. That's, uh, that makes sense to me, and we'll move on to our next matchup here. We had manager Neil with Bacchus Spasms uh, versus manager Matt T with Stash Poppy. Uh, manager Matt took this one home, 9-3, and I believe he, he was number... Matt was the second in the prize banana this week with a 10-1-0 record. And Neil, I think it's the first time... We had it where it was a 0, 11, and 0 record for number 12. So Neil's hoping for a bounce back here. Uh, but <laughs> this one, um, it was tough looking. We'll get to the MVP part in a bit. It was tough looking for it because, you know, the categories Agreed. really weren't that close. Um, and some of his stronger. But anyway, so we'll look at manager Matt T's strong guys here. Uh Mr. Marcheseau uh, coming back on strong with three goals, two assists, plus two, two power play points, 10 shots on goal, two face-off wins, three hits, and two blocks. And uh, Austin Matthews had a pretty good week with one goal, three assists, plus one, one power play point, 17 shots on goal, 38 face-off wins, and three hits and three blocks apiece. And in the crease, we had Hellebuck with three games started, two wins, a 162, and a 944 save. Yeah, and 100% agree the MVP was hard to pick. But um, for now, we'll look at uh, Neil's team. And Neil was he was pretty impressive going minus 20 on the week. <laughs> um, and I will talk about one of the a key contributor to that pretty shortly. But um, so just I guess we got to start strong. But uh, Philip Deneau, um, we criticized him, you know, for his not really having much offense earlier, but he played pretty well this week four games played uh, two goals two assists a plus three 18 shots on goal which is really impressive for him typically being a defensive center 37 face-off wins five hits and four blocks um, Alex Barkov continues to chug right along with uh, in four games played he had two goals two assists he was even no power play points 14 shots on goal 49 face-off wins five hits and two blocks and Mackenzie Blackwood, currently day to day, after getting run by I think it was Kako um, on his goal. Um, I don't quite remember, but uh, yeah, three games. He started three games, two wins, uh, two point one four goals against, and a nine forty seven save percentage. And on uh, Matt T, players he's hoping he'll bounce back. I feel like we've mentioned him a few times here, but we'll start off with Christian Dvorak. Uh, pointless, minus two, five shots on goal, 21 face-off wins with three hits and four blocks. 
Uh, Bo Horvat was also pointless, but that's kind of what we come to expect from the Canucks. Actually, Canucks and Montreal, to be fair. And uh, we can also talk about his goalies that were not Hellebuck here, as both Bennington and Yari didn't have great starts. Uh, Bennington was 353 and 890, and Yari was a 603 and an 813. So uh, definitely canceled out Hellebuck's performance. Yeah, 603, yikes. I know what that's like. Um, <laughs> and we'll look at weak performers for Neil's team. Uh, Elias Patterson continues to be a regular on this list in four games played. <laughs> he had no points, a minus four, only three shots on goal, five faceoff wins, and two blocks. And then we spoke about the minus 20 on the week, and look no further to the culprit than Colton Pareiko. Um, in four games played, he, he was a goal two assists and minus eight um, one power play point, 11 shots on goal, four hits and six blocks. But that is crazy to go minus eight in four games played. And I should mention Neil had five defensemen with zero points. So that uh, did not help either. And then his own uh, goalie that had some troubles was Ilya Sorokin, uh, just the one game, but a 4.0 goals against and an 882 save percentage is never going to help that cause. Indeed. So uh, who did you go with MVP here? Yeah, this was tough. I was, there's, you're right. There's nothing that was close. So I ended up just going with Marcia. So because he had a strong week and I, you know, it was between him and Truba for me, but yeah, I was looking at McNabb just for the hits and blocks as those were, I mean, I guess kind of close, but uh, yeah, Marcia. So had a strong stat line across the board with those and the power play points came in big as well. Yes. Agreed. So we will move to the next matchup, um, a, a matchup of the two, I think one and two in the power rankings last week, weren't they? I was, uh, I was prize, second, ban- prize, yeah, banana. Yeah, prize banana, yeah. one and two in the prize banana last week. And that is manager Michael with Nellius Begelia versus manager Brendan and DJ Zabanajad. So we could have expected a close matchup and that's not what we got. Uh, Michael with a pretty authoritative nine to two victory over over brendan um it was closer than nine to two sounds as the goalie categories were very close and assists were tied um goalie categories being close to the point where they actually had a tiebreaker on goals against and michael won save percentage by 0.005 so very close indeed um for the prize banana mike was number one at 11 and 0 and brendan was fourth at seven three and one so a bit of bad luck drawing mike uh, this week for brendan yeah, and looking at manager Mike's team, uh, there was a plethora of uh, top performers to pick from. Um, we'll start off with Matt Duchesne continuing picking up his pace. Uh, he might be back here. We've got four goals, two assists, plus five, one power play point, five shots on goal with five faceoff wins. And uh, in net, like you could pick anybody here really, but the strongest one was Campbell with three games started, two wins, a 165 and a 947. And, uh, well, I mean, I guess we'll mention Mr. McDavid. Um, two goals, three assists, minus two, two power play points, 13 shots on goal, 27 faceoff wins, and three hits. But uh, Tom Wilson and William Nylander also had combined for 10 points. So a lot of strong performers. Great week for manager Michael. Yeah, and Tom Wilson was plus five when McDavid was minus two. But, yeah. Um, yeah, he had a lot of a lot of strong players across the board. Uh, Brendan had his a couple of pretty strong players as well, namely uh, Ryan Getzlaff. Three games played, he had six assists, 
um, plus two, one power play point, nine shots on goal, 37 faceoff wins, six hits and two blocks. And he has climbed up to number five overall in the rankings, which is just staggering when you think about where he was in the start of the season, def- when undrafted. Um, and Michael Granlund as well, who I can attest to have having dropped, but uh, he in three games played, he was one goal, five assists, plus five, six shots on goal, 17 faceoff wins, two hits and two blocks. And Brandon's hoping that Darcy Kemper has found something in Colorado after starting the season pretty poorly. Um, two games played with a 1.5 goals against and a 942 save percentage, uh, winning both of those. That'll definitely a step in the right direction. Yeah, and looking at uh, manager Mike's here, it was tough to pick the weak guys because uh, most of the guys who didn't put up big stat point stat lines didn't play a lot of games. But uh, I guess we could touch on OEL, who went pointless with uh, three shots on goal, a hit, and a block. Uh, and same with Lee. He only played one game, pointless, minus one. Uh, three shots, two face-off wins, and a hit. Uh, and maybe Ekblad just with the one point, but he did have 10 shots on goal and four hits and three blocks. So overall, a great week for manager Mike. Uh, tough to pick uh, some some weak performers there. And that's what you, that's what you want to see if your manager Mike struggled yeah. to pick the weak performers. Um, didn't have too much trouble picking some of Brandon's weaker performers, but uh, Travis Konechny, three games played. He had no points, was a minus three. Uh, did have nine shots on goal and five hits to go along with one face-off win and one block, but not too much production there. Jeff Petrie continues to like the, the the polarization between his season last year and this year are just incredible. Um, four games played, he has no points, minus one, only four shots on goal, two hits and two blocks. So really not contributing at all. It's just it's tough to see even from a Leafs fan. Um, and Jacob Markstrom had a down week, which probably cost Brendan a chance in the matchup given how strong all of Michael's goalies were. Um, but in two games started, he had no wins, a 2.54 goals against in a 902 save percentage. And I should say that's not a terrible week by any stretch, but just yeah. in the matchup that this, you know, the goalie matchup that this uh, matchup had, um, he could have been a bit better to help Brendan there. Yeah, this, this was definitely a strong goalie battle. Uh, who'd you have for MVP? Yeah, I went with Campbell. Um, he Same. had such a good, yeah, such a three, three games started, two wins, like you said. Um, really kind of I almost went with flurry just for the the revenge tour yeah the- <laughs> but the one 1.0 goals against in the 957 save percentage um could have just bumped Michael over the edge I didn't do the math to see if it would but um yeah that, yeah definitely definitely funny. helped and uh although you know uh, quick who Brendan picked up with flurry had a had a better stat line this week anyways so um yeah, tough, tough on Flurry. We'll see if he can continues so with uh, perhaps a new coach in town. Uh, but we'll head over to our next matchup here, which is yours truly, manager Matt Karmis with the real Slim Brady versus manager Danny, uh, the savant with Team Gritty. <laughs> and uh, this one was a win for yours truly, manager Matt K, who is uh, number three on the power or the prize banana rankings with a six, two, and three record, whereas Danny was number nine with two, eight, and zero. He's hoping Scott Petrovic can uh, bump him up the rankings there. <laughs> and just continue to guess the name. I don't Petronovich <laughs> or something. I, I or don't know. I, I don't have it drawn okay. up. I don't have it in front no, of me, of so I can't even tell what it is. Yeah. 
No, we, we like don't have Petrovich. to remember that. Yeah. Hopefully, Petr- yeah, that sounds right. Hopefully we do have to remember that. I just, I hope I that hope works so. out. I should mention, actually, I was just looking a bit closer at manager Brendan um, from last week, and he sat Jonathan Quick for his shutout against the Senators. Rough. Um, so if he had started that, he would have probably taken the same percentage. He would have probably started him over Markstrom. That would be my guess. Anyways, um, so I will take a look at Danny's team and Danny had a few really strong performers um, headlined by his capitals um, Evgeny Kuznetsov and Alex Ovechkin each playing four games combined for 15 points uh, plus 11 three power play points 22 21 shots on goal 41 faceoff wins all courtesy of Kuznetsov um, and then some hits and just a few hits and blocks to go along with that uh, uh, Quinn Hughes also had a strong week, uh, four games played, four assists, minus one, eight shots on goal, and just the one block. And Nijelkovic in Detroit had a strong week too for, for his goalies. Um, two games started, two wins, a 1.97 goals against, and a 943 save percentage. Yep, and for uh, my co-host, uh, you know, this guy's been mentioned on the positives and the negatives. He's on the positive again, Mr. Jordan Cairo coming in with three goals, one assist, three power play points, 11 shots on goal, and one block. So a uh, nice little bounce back for him there. And uh, in we'll also go to Riley Smith riding alongside with Marsh. So we got three goals, two assists, plus two, one power play point, 13 shots on goal, and two hits and blocks apiece. And in net, uh, you know, Carter Hart had a good week, but uh, Mr. Gibson, three games started, three wins, a 229 and a 926. So that came in pretty, pretty large for you. And uh, maybe I should stop mentioning him because I, I, I do want to trade you for him. Mr. Brent Burns uh, just had the three assists, but eight shots on goal, five hits and four blocks. Actually, that's a weak stat line. You should you should probably trade me him. <laughs> good save um yeah. yeah i will say for for kairu i actually sat him his first game of the week when he got another goal and an assist and another power play point so he had an even better week than i um than i let him to have um but danny's team his weak performers uh mark shifley is still coming back up to speed after returning to the jets uh three games played he held just the one goal which is a nice ot winner i should say um, he was even, six shots on goal, 17 face-off wins, and five blocks. Uh, Gustav Forsling also had a re- pretty, uh, didn't have a very good week. And in four games played, Danny only started him for three, I should say, but one assist, minus one, three shots on goal, two hits, and a block. And his goalie, his other goalies weren't terrible, but he he needed them to perform a little bit better to, um, to get the win. That would have get would have pushed him a bit closer in this matchup but uh yarrow halak for the canucks uh one game started he didn't win a 4.11 goals against in an 892 save percentage and on uh your side we had mr jared mccann uh he did play two games but you only started him for one i think he missed out on his two goals was minus two two face-off wins and five hits and uh if we go to nicholas wah I believe in two games for you, he was uh, zeros across the board till you get to three shots, 14 face-off wins, eight hits, eight hits, and one block. But the uh, the real weak performer here was Thatcher Demko in net. Two games started, zero <laughs> wins, 780 goals against, and an 800 save. Yeah, that was um, it was tough to see him get left in for six goals against the Avalanche. <laughs> 
and then the next game left in for seven goals against the Knights. So um, that was definitely tough to see. Um, MVP, who did you have here? MVP, I had to go with uh, John Gibson. Me as well. He has been he's been up and down too, like all like all of my goalies. But he had a he's picked a good week to to play really well. The Ducks are really surprising some people this year. Yeah, yeah, the California teams as a whole, I think, are uh, doing better than everyone expected, particularly San Jose and the Ducks. Um, and yeah, looking at Danny's team, like perhaps Forsling might have been the one to go for Petrovic, but you know what? I won't uh, question somebody who has a, a deep cut like that. So uh, we'll move on to our next matchup. Yep, and the next matchup was a ho gave me headman Jeff versus Big Cat Vassy and manager Jags, um, <clears throat> and Jeff beats Jags eight to four here, where um, he won all all eight skater cats and Jeff won and uh, Jags won all four goalie cats, uh, leading to that eight to four uh, score line. So doesn't happen super often, but um, definitely one team with the offensive output and the other team with the goalies. So. Um, Jeff was eighth in the prize banana rankings here at four, six, and one, and Jags was 11th at one, nine, and one. All right. So, uh, looking at Jags's team here, uh, we had Theodore on Vegas coming in with four assists, uh, plus three, one power play point, 10 shots on goal, two hits with seven blocks. And, uh, Taylor Hall also had a decent week here, bounce it, but although he's off the PP one, so we'll see what happens there, but one goal, two assists, 11 shots with three hits. Uh, Majapani and Cop combined for three goals and three assists apiece, and Cop's still putting up some good face-off. Oh, he ha- finally has center eligibility. So he, he is uh, clicking along there. And uh, in net, uh, both Swayman and Vasilevsky. Vasilevsky had the better goals against and save, but not by much. But Swayman was big week. Three games started, three wins, two goals against, and a 929 save. Yeah, pretty impressive. We were all wondering who that number one Boston goalie was going to be at the beginning of the year. And it seems like Swayman's staking his claim. Manager Jeff, uh, we'll look at his strong players. And Ryan Strom had a good week. Three games played, one goal, three assists, plus three, seven shots on goal, uh, 26 face-off wins in one block. Charlie McAvoy had a heck of a week, um, like a few other. I'm sure we'll talk about the other uh, members of the Bruins power play in our uh, – you know, further in the podcast, but excuse me, four games played. He was two goals, five assists, plus six, three power play points, 13 shots on goal, 10 hits and eight blocks. That is an incredible stat line for a defenseman um, or for anyone, I should say. Um, And Dan Vladar for Calgary had a really good week. um, After we talked about Markstrom, not having such a good week for Brendan, but two games played, he was one win, a .98 goals against, and a .969 save percentage. Yeah, McAvoy powered my uh, my DraftKings lineup to a nice nice finish with his uh, uh, game on Sunday. But looking at weak players on manager Jags, um, a lot of the weak guys just didn't simply play enough games, like you know Crosby, Nelson. Uh, but we'll definitely focus in on Duclair here. Uh, just dropping down to the one assist this week, plus one. Did have 10 shots on goal and two hits. Uh, but Martin Nikash, uh, I dropped him for a reason, and that reason hasn't quite been uh, abated yet. He was just the one goal, three shots on net. And Mark Giordano was pointless, minus four, five shots on goal, one hit, and three blocks. So uh, we'll see if Crosby uh, can help... Uh, help Jake's turn it around here. If once he starts playing some more games. 
Yeah, you'd think so. Um, and we'll look at Jeff. Uh, well, sorry. Yeah, we'll look at Jeff's weak players. And Lucas Raymond cools off a little bit after an incredible start um, for the Red Wings rookie. Uh, three games played, he just had the one assist, minus one, only four shots on goal and two face-off wins. Um, so not much happening there. Cam Atkinson as well, three games played. He was no points, minus two, seven shots, and just a hit and a block. And Spencer Knight continues to really struggle in net. Uh, he just had the one game, but uh, didn't win in a 4.09 goals against and a 7.78 save percentage. He is really struggling. That's like an understatement at the moment. Yeah, we'll see how manager Jeff handles his goalie uh, potential crisis here. As uh, I forgot to say that uh, Petrie was the one who knocked Allen out of the game uh, by, by tossing an opponent into him. Oh, but, yeah, man. Yeah. But anyways, uh, MVP, I had to go with Mr. McAvoy here. Um, it was just a, I mean, his entire stat line won Matt Jeff four categories at least. So uh, that's that's why I went with McAvoy. Yep, I had to go with McAvoy as well. Too strong of a performance, especially from a defenseman. Yeah. As much as I hate the Bruins, McAvoy had a heck of a week. He sure did. So we'll head on to our final matchup of uh, week five with manager Ryan and Stammer Time taking on manager Drew and the Rat Squad. Uh, manager Ryan won this one 6-5, so another close one here. Uh, Ryan came in fifth on the prize banana rankings with a five, three, and three, and Drew was tenth with two, eight, and zero. Yeah, and we'll take a look at Ryan's team here um, and his strong performers. And we spoke about Charlie McAvoy, so now let's talk about uh, David Pasternak. I think he was on the weak performers list last week, but yeah, he, he um, was left off the party. Yeah, and this this week though, he certainly was. He, he made an appearance. Three games played, one goal, six assists, plus five. One power play point, 19 shots on goal, three hits in a block. Um, Pavel Bichnevich heating up a little bit, um, and he was dropped earlier in the season. I can't remember by who, but in, in four games played, he had um, he had a goal, three assists, plus three, two power play points, eight shots on goal, and three hits. And I believe, yeah, Ryan actually only started him for, um, I think he only started him for, two for three games that week. So it could have been even better. He missed out on a goal and five shots on goal on November 13th from him as well. Um, and Robin Leonard didn't have a fantastic week, but um, he did enough for Ryan. Two games started, two wins, a 3.01 goals against and a 914 save percentage. And that extra win was uh, pretty, pretty clutch for him. Yes, it was. And, uh, you know, the Boston trend continues with Rat Squad as he'll live and die by his Boston duo of Marshawn and Bergeron. Um, he died this one, but it wasn't because of those two. Four goals, one assist, plus two, three power play points, 13 shots on goal, and four hits for Marshawn. And Bergeron was two goals, three assists, a plus five, one power play point, 16 shots on goal, 55 faceoff wins, four hits, and three blocks. So uh, they came to play. Uh, but they only have two games, they think, this week, and he's up against me, so ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Dougie Hamilton, two goals, one assist, uh, plus one, two power play points, 12 shots on goal, four hits, and nine blocks. And uh, so a few really strong performances there. Oh, Hopkins got a goal. I didn't even notice that one. Uh, so I, his, his assist streak has come to an end. I think he had like 20 assists before he got a goal. So uh, 
one goal, three assists, plus two, two power play points, 12 shots on goal, two hits and a block for RNH. Yeah, and he uh, he must have really been trying for a goal. He fired eight shots on goal in that game against uh, St. Louis, and he only didn't, had four in the previous three games. So Didn't um, want to make history. No, I guess not. But not too bad getting all those assists. But yeah. anyways, um, we'll look at Ryan's weak performers, and we mentioned him last week, uh, Nick Paul for the Senators. Um, I guess Ryan probably has him for the faceoff wins, but um, he has not been doing much. Four games played, no points, minus two. Six shots on goal, 20 face-off wins, two hits and two blocks. Um, Connor Garland as well continues to struggle. I don't think he's done. He was he did a little, he did uh, well a little bit earlier in the year, but has cooled down as um, of late. Um, four games played. Where is he? Where's Connor Garland? There he is. He had just one assist, a minus five nine shots on goal and two hits and Philip Grubauer continues to struggle as does both of um, Chris Dreger was struggling as well. And I think goaltending was expected to be a strength in Seattle, but they've really had some issues. Um, two games started for Grubauer, no wins, a 4.22 goals against and an 857 save percentage, 855. Sorry. Yeah. For a team that was uh, supposed to be built from the back out, uh, they are, I think they're bottom five or bottom three in uh, goals allowed. So we'll see what happens in Seattle. Uh, looking at weak performers for manager Drew, Blake Wheeler uh, in two games was one assist minus one, three shots on goal, two hits and two blocks. And uh, Kakademi really struggling three games, pointless, minus one, one shot on goal, two hits and one block. Uh, so Carolina has got to be hoping he bounces back and Montreal is probably a little, little smiley on that one. Um, and, and that was it. You know, it was tough. I mean, I guess you could go Bobrovsky. He, two games started, no wins. He did have a 236 goals against, which is, you know, higher than any goalie I had and uh, a 909 save percentage. But uh, Florida, is, I think they've lost four, four in a uh, row. Four in a row. So, We'll see if they're able to bounce back after their hot start. Yeah, and you think they would. They've got so much talent there. Um, but uh, yeah, that was... And who'd you have for your MVP here? Yeah, I, I went with uh, Pasternak with that seven-point outburst. Yeah, me too. Um, too hard to ignore those stats. Quite a quite a week from uh, from the Boston boys over there. Yeah, they, they had a good one. And uh, so that is our recap of the week five action and uh as we now do we'll switch over to the power rankings um once again this one's still on the old format as uh we haven't we're, we're gonna discuss in atlanta uh, in uh at our hollywood hockey bonanza podcast uh what would we call it retreat yeah convention we'll call it a retreat convention <laughs> retreats retreats probably more accurate <laughs> And uh, we'll put our heads together in a room and not go uh, anywhere for four days until we come out with something that we're satisfied with. But uh, coming in at number 12, uh, same as last week, I believe, we've got Manager Neil. Yep, and number 11, uh, we have Manager Drew. And at number 10, I believe all bottom three are the same as they were. We have Manager Danny. And hopefully he's hoping to go up with the addition. I just looked it up and I can't remember his name already. Perinovich, I think. I just wanted to make sure. I well, it's, like, it's spelled like Peru, Peru Novich. So I don't know if Perinovich. it's Perinovich yeah, think... or, but I don't know, like para, like would that really be P-R-U? 
or it'd be Perunovic. 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 <laughs> we'll just have to wait and yeah. see what like Gord Miller and Ray Ferraro say. DJ um, Perunovic. Uh. <laughs> that would be funny if he changed his name to match <laughs> Brendan. Um, but coming in at number nine, a bit of a surprise being at four and one, but we have manager Ryan. Yeah, the, the power rankings don't like him. And, uh, you know, he's normally middle of the pack in the prize banana. So we'll see. <laughs> and neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens with stammer time. I mean, you know, uh, who cares about power rankings when you're four and one, right? And uh, coming in at number eight, we've got uh, manager Jakes. Uh, we'll see if he can continue his uh, upward ascent. Yeah, and he, he's at one four and one two. So the power rankings really—they um, don't care about your record, as we can no. see. Um, and coming in at number seven, we have manager Jeff. And at number six, we've got manager Mitch, who's uh, slowly sliding down. Yeah, that's two losses in a row for Mitch. So he'll be hoping to bounce back. Um, and coming in at number five, we have manager Matt T. And coming in at number four, yours truly, manager Matt Kermis. And at number three, back to back, yours truly, manager <laughs> Steele Gibson. <laughs> that's that's why I took twelve, so we could do the back to back yours trulys. I really uh, do love that. Coming in at number two, uh, rising up, manager Michael. The funny thing is, we could have done back to back yours truly, no matter who it's took true. which one. It, they're completely and, switchable, and they they, um, they wouldn't they would have no idea at this point what's what who's coming where. Definitely, they wouldn't know who's coming at four. Um, but yeah, so number one, um, is this the second week in a row? Second week in a uh, row, yeah. Second week in a row for uh, manager Brendan. So congratulations, another um, strong performance. And he's, yeah, see, he's three and two. I guess it's not that different from four and one, just a little he, bit of He luck, has but... had some, uh, yeah, he's, I think his, his losses have come to some stronger players as well. I'd yeah. actually be curious to look at Ryan's opponent ranking, which I have been tracking. So we'll see maybe if that... Uh, sheds some light on uh the lower ranking and the higher record just a little tidbit for everyone to look forward to when we get when we roll that out oh boy i mean i at some point there's going to be a website and it's going to be glorious um (laughs) but anyways we will hop ahead to the week six look ahead uh we'll start with uh yours truly manager steel nelly spaghelia Oh, no, God damn it. Nelly Spaghetti. <laughs> Fucking Michael. Uh, first manager, Drew, with the Rat Squad. Uh, currently sitting 5-2. and two. Have my guys done some magic? Oh, 8-57. Who's in net? Merzleaklins. All right. Well, they can bounce back first, Detroit. I ain't worried. Um, who you got here? Yeah, this is going to be... Um, I don't know if it'll be a close matchup. If you said that... Bergeron and Marchand only have two games this week. Yeah, they play the 20th and the 21st, um, which is Saturday and Sunday. So, yeah, I'll take with those guys out. It'll be, he, I think that Drew will struggle to put together a strong offensive week. So, I'll go with, uh, I'll, I'll go with, uh, I'll go with yourself there. Also, so we don't get into a fight in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, like goalies, it could could definitely come in favor for manager Drew here uh, if Bob can bounce back and Talbot can have a good good stretch. But uh, yeah, without the Boston power play points, I think uh, I'll be able to hopefully hopefully secure goals. Uh, so, you know, some of the skater categories if I have a normal normal output. So I will also back up to six and two. Love to see it. Anyways. Uh, we'll hop on to our next matchup here. 
as my computer loads. We've got uh, manager Brendan with DJ Zabanajad versus manager Neil with Bacchus Spasms. Yeah, and I don't think Brendan is going to meet as much resistance this week as he did last week with Mike. So I am going to go with Brendan here, and I think that Neil is going to have to wait a week to dig himself out of the, the hole that he's found himself in. And while normally I'd agree with you, manager Brendan uh, was feeling pretty darn cocky this morning. He's like, oh, I'm going up against Neil, so I don't really have to worry about the win. And like, he oh, might boy. be correct, but you don't say it out loud. So uh, we'll see if the fantasy hockey gods come back and smite him. I think they might. And so, you know what? I'm going to go with manager Neil here. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's exciting. Oh, boy. We all love he, he an can... upset. He can stew while I'm in Atlanta and I'll come back and be like, <laughs> I wasn't very happy about that prediction. <laughs> and uh, matchup number three on the week, we've got manager Matt Kermis, yours truly, with the real Slim Brady versus manager Ryan Stammer time. And Atlanta showdown, this will be exciting to watch. Lynn's going to be tired of hearing it by the end of the trip. Uh, who you got here? Yeah, he, uh, he certainly will. Oh my goodness, Noah Dobson's a healthy scratch. <laughs> That's not good. Dylan Larkin has scored already, though. Um, and like we always say, you don't, you don't have to ask me who, I've, who I'm taking in this matchup because I'm, I'm always going to take myself. Um, and I think, I, I think I have a pretty good shot this week. Uh, games played is pretty close right now. Um, might come down to the goalies. I've had some decent goalie weeks recently but ryan's probably has the best goalies that i will have faced in the last little while yeah we'll see if anderson can get back up to his superhero type like numbers although grubauer and, and leonard's having a good good little stretch but uh you know what uh i'm gonna trust the power rankings here and uh go with my co-host manager matt kermis oh boy add a little to space be, to yep, the atlanta to be one exactly yeah uh he'll he'll i think he's the first one who gets off the plane after me. So uh, we'll, we'll have some words in the Atlanta airport. But uh, coming up, we've got manager Michael with Nelia Spaghelia, lame, versus manager Danny with uh, team Scotty Petronovic, or sorry, Perunovic, uh, also known as man- team Gritty. Uh, who you got here? Yeah, I man, I really want to take Danny just for the Paranovich oh, angle. I'm, I'm taking I'm taking uh, Danny for that angle. Like, how can I go against such a absolute deep cut analyst? Like, he was must he must have been up all night trying to find this guy. Oh man, he's probably on page thirty of the transaction trends, <laughs> and he just stumbled in Paranovich, and he's like, I like that name. Um, I'm gonna have to go with Michael here. Danny's bread and butter. Uh, it, he he, well, he doesn't really have a bread and butter. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's also down eleven games right now against Michael, um, and he's off to a you know a start of um, one game started, two goals against, and a six point oh oh goals against. So um, I'll go. I'll stick with Michael here. You talk about trusting the power rankings, and there's no bigger um, gap in the matchups this week. I don't think. Yeah, and then sometimes I don't want to trust him. I'm going with manager Danny, uh, team gritty. You know, th- this he's he's got something brewing, and I want to I want a front row seat. So uh, I'll go manager Danny to do the upset here and get his first win of the season. And he does have uh, Ovechkin and Kuznetsov playing four games, so that yeah. would definitely definitely work in his favor. 
And uh, we'll head on to manager Jeff with Aho gave me head man who is back from a sunny trip in Hawaii after his boy Travis got in married. So uh, I'm sure he's roaring to get back into the fantasy hockey scene. First manager Matt Taylor with Stash Poppy. Who you got? Yeah, this is going to be. I, sh- I should say in Danny's defense, um, he hasn't reset his lineup for the week after picking up Scott Perinovich. So the eleven games I mean, does played he even need to? <laughs> yeah, as well, he needs to get Scott Perinovich in his as, lineup. Yeah, as, like, long as, <laughs> as long as he had him starting on the lineup. Exactly. So. Um, that yeah that the that St. Louis the first St. Louis game is probably going to have the highest uh, NHL viewing numbers in the last <laughs> like five to ten years. <laughs> All these fantasy hockey people tuning in, but um, yeah, Matt versus Jeff. This is another. Uh, I think it's a matchup that's better than their records indicate. They're both two and three. I know Jeff has been uh, pushed down the power rankings a little bit, but um, they've both had some really strong weeks to start the year. They just haven't had much consistency. Um, I will take, I'll take manager Jeff coming back uh, from Hawaii is probably feeling refreshed and he's, uh, the team's happy to have him back. So, um, I'll, I'll, I'll stick with Jeff here. Yeah, it's very fair angle there. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to go with manager Matt, uh, Matt Taylor here. I I think goalies are going to come to play and manager Jeff is, you know, he's going to have to make some moves here to get his starts, which is very possible, but, uh, uh, you know, if he's got spot start luck like me, uh, that won't help him. But, you know, maybe he'll be better than me. But I'll, I'm going to go with manager Matt Taylor here. Although yeah, man, Hellebuk- Jeff's already got three points. He does. And Hellebuck's got his first two games are against Edmonton. They go back to back. So yeah. um, no better offensive team right now, I don't think. Man, Hellebuck only right. has five wins on the season. Yeah, he had uh, a very rough start. But, uh, yeah, so I, should we head on to the next matchup? Our final matchup of the week, we got Big Cat Vazzy. Crack! That was my emoji sounds. Uh, manager Jakes versus Manager Mitch with Rafi Rockets. Um, yeah, who you got here? <laughs> oh, man. Um, we have to introduce Jakes like that every time now. But uh, let me take a look. Let's see these two. I think Mitch would probably... I would probably pick Mitch to bounce back. Um, I think that he has typically, he's typically shown out pretty well. And Jags is just having a lot of difficulty on the offensive side. Um, right now, like his goalies have been pretty good, but even then it's mostly just Vasilevsky. Uh, as, if Swayman continues to play really well, then that would obviously be a boon to him. But, um, yeah, I'll go with, I'll go with Mitch to bounce back after two losses in a row. And I'm going to go with that big cat energy manager Jags. Uh, you know, I think Crosby's going to have a, I think he's playing or else I sound silly, but I think Crosby's going to take O'Reilly to the, to the behind the alley and show him what a, a, a true center can do here. Um, and, you know, stones back. So hopefully that uh, can give uh, manager Jags a little bit of boost in the offensive categories. Family friendly podcast. No more. <laughs> Poor Ryan O'Reilly just walked into work this morning and didn't know he's going to get taken out back in the alley by Sidney well, Crosby. Well, now, now O'Reilly's going to have a unreal week after a, a disappointing one for manager Mitch, as is the power of the pod. The power of the pod, as we always the pod. say. But uh, <laughs> that was a Toy Story reference for those who yeah. uh, didn't get it. <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, so that that is our week six look ahead done. Uh, you got any final sentiments for the boys and potentially girls? Um, no, nothing this week. Um, looking forward to our Atlanta trip and we'll be back uh, refreshed for another episode next week. I'm sure we'll have some great antidotes uh, from our trip. And yeah, so everybody, good luck on week six. And that's it for me. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. <laughs>